Welcome to Co-Creation Station with Colin and Stephanie, a podcast about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, and how to enjoy this strange and miraculous journey we call life. Thanks so much for tuning in. Now here are your hosts, Colin and Stephanie. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Co-Creation Station, the podcast where we talk about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, the mind-body-spirit connection, and how to best enjoy this mystical, miraculous, mysterious, crazy, sometimes confounding, but always incredible journey we call life. My name is Colin. I am a teacher, tarot, oracle card reader, and I am a singer and guitarist in the rock band Red Treasure, and I am located in beautiful, sunny North Hollywood, California. My name is Stephanie Orlina. I am a transformational life coach and I help people shift away from negative thinking. And I am in San Diego, California. We want to thank you so much for listening and watching. At this time, we are posting a brand new episode every Monday morning. Uh, We really appreciate you doing whatever your platform allows you to do to support the podcast, liking us, following us, subscribing to us, leaving us a comment, writing us a review. All of that helps other people find us. Each week, we start our discussion from a different jumping off point. And this week, done this a few times here on co-creation station but this week we didn't particularly have a topic that just naturally arose out of our friend time before the podcast um so we decided to uh pull an oracle card which is one of the things i do every now and then um this is the um i think this is the deck we've used both other times we've done this which is the oracle of the seven energies deck by uh oracle card deck by can you show the back side of the cards does it have like a circular, colorful? That's really. It's cool. a rainbow vortex. Yeah, that is freaking awesome. Ooh, I think I'm gonna use that visual for the when I think of the vortex. I like that. And I think when I see the back of this card, I think this is the card we should do. I think that's what the universe was saying. Let's right, use this card. <laughs> it's gorgeous, like they all are, but this is sacred oh, reverence. Wow, that is gorgeous. So it's like a person putting their hands together to make a heart and then a heart on top of it. That looks like the world, huh? It's shaped like a heart, but it's got the color. Yeah, you can see the image of like what a globe would be in the hands and then. And it's almost like it's in the heavens because it's above clouds. Yeah. It has like stars around. That's really beautiful. Sacred reverence is the card name. So you can go to YouTube for those listening on our different podcast stations if you want to see the visual you can go to youtube and see it on there all right the key concepts of this card are off of the truth that spirit is everywhere inspiration is coming through you as a result of reverence joyful living exploring possibilities with curiosity spiritual passion manifesting from the starting point of the realm of spirit and this is what colette baron reed has written about this card Looking at the world, do you see all of life or only a limited part? When you look at a blade of grass, do you see just a plant? When you encounter a puppy, do you see just an animal? While this categorizing is one way of viewing the world, it is only a fraction of the truth. It is not enough. If you look closer, you will observe the luminosity imminent in these living sentient beings. If you can allow yourself to take in all of the world, including its spirit, then you see the whole of existence. Reverence is an act of deep witnessing, respect, and awe. You experience it when you perceive every being and everything, every rock, plant, and tree, 
as sacred and alive. You naturally lean into a state of bliss and harmony and a profound sense of well-being. Whatever your dilemma or question, try to reframe your perspective to acknowledge the spiritual. If everything has value, including your most frustrating challenges, would you still ask your question from the same place? Can you regard the other as sacred, thereby erasing the separation between you? Embracing the perfection of how you came together is real magic, and you are tapping into this unity right now. No matter who you are or what is in front of you, see that person or, oh, sorry, no matter who or what is in front of you, <clears throat> see that person or thing as luminous and your interaction as sacred. Then you will know what to do for the highest good of all. Wow. Right? Yeah, there was a lot in there. Holy cow. Whew. I guess I was right when I said that was the card we should have picked today. Oh my gosh. I had a strong feeling, but that was validation. I feel like we're going to record two episodes today. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're winding down on this season. And I feel like we could definitely do the next episode on Tailback. Pick it yeah. up on this one because. Yeah, yeah. What really stood out to you? Um, uh, what popped into my mind was this um, video I saw on YouTube, which was a com comedy video. There's an acting, there's a group of actors in Australia, and they're really brilliant. And they basically, they're, they're actors, they're professional actors, and they also play tons of video games. And so they've made this whole series, they made this whole YouTube channel where they make fun of the games that they play. And they just point out the absurdities and the funny things about them. And, but my favorite video of all time, I've watched a bunch of them, is, so usually the videos are, the, the theme of it is, they're in the video game, but it's like, what if this was real life? Oh. <clears throat> so one of them is very short, but it's just a, a guy in the middle of a, a forest clearing and he picks up a rock and he's like, wow. Oh, yeah. And then he looks at a tree and he's like, wow. Yeah. And then he looks at like the sky and he's like, wow. <laughs> sort of like this thing of like how people who play video games or look at, you know, when people go to a movie and see what computer graphics can do yeah. with like the superhero movies yeah. that are coming out now, they're like, wow, those things were so cool what they did. And it's like, but so often when we're in our regular lives, we walk around trees and animals and other people who are born and have unique personalities and a whole story and all this stuff. And we just sort of go, oh, well, this is boring, normal life, you know? Or, or don't even, not even... We're, I'm just thinking about something. Or you're just automatically going through that. About, yeah. yeah, I'm in the future. I'm like at yeah. the store, but I'm already thinking about meeting a friend or like a yeah. client I have that, whatever. And yeah. I'm not in the moment. Not in the moment. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. It's like it, there's so much going around in our culture that's like, you know, when Eckhart Tolle's book, um, The Power of Now, came out, I remember like all of a sudden – being present in the moment was like a thing in our in American culture. It's like, oh, we need to be present, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of times people are like, I mean, I guess if you read that whole book, you 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 find out. But if you don't read that book, it's like, how do I get into the present? Mm -hmm. And I think that that description in that of that card gives you a really great possibility, which is just hook into wherever you are, 
whatever's going on and just look around you and just just find something miraculous about something that you can see because there is there will be you know that just reminded me of years ago i was in a spiritual group and i think there were five of us and one of the women um was taking all these different courses and learning all mm -hmm. these different modalities and she learned how to do theta and so theta healing, she, theta healing. and so yeah. she offered to give me a session and i went to her home and she did the session and she was talking about how there was all this darkness in my legs and she cleared it out and and um and i remember leaving her home and i didn't feel anything while she was doing it really i think my arm might have twitched at some point but i didn't really and i just sat in my car i was like well it was free you know yay thank you and I wake up the next morning and I go about to do my regular routine. And one of the things I would do is get on my bike and take my dog. I had a lab pit bull mix at the time. She was a big medium sized dog and I'd put her on the leash and she'd ride behind me. And sometimes I'd be like, come on. Or, you know, she'd need to stop to use the bathroom. I'd be like, okay. And I'd clean up after her or whatever. But this morning she needs to use the restroom. So we stop and I, clean up after her and then before I get back on my bike I just like cupped her face with my hand and looked into her face and was like you are so beautiful like I was so what you were talking about I was in reverence of her and then I got back on my bike and I took her home and then I started to leave the house on my bike and go for a ride myself and I just remember like looking at my hand as I'm riding going I was very much the observer. It was the coolest thing ever. I'm like, look at my leg and just watching it. And later when I was washing dishes, I was like, look at the bubbles and look at my, it was, I was so in the zone. And I remember heading out to work because at the time I was a personal assistant. And then I, it just left me because I was worrying about what, you know, just thinking, oh, I don't want to go to work or whatever. And it just, and I've never, I shouldn't say never because I've done something since then that's put me in the thick. But it's kind of like what you were saying. I was in that morning for hours, just in that space of reverence of everything, so yeah. present. And it was, it was bliss. It really was. That's probably what Eckhart's talking about is being yeah. in that, you know, if we practice that, we can be in that state more often. Yeah, a mutual friend of ours, uh, one time when I was talking to her, she talked about savoring experiences. And I think that's the thing, that's something I try to, it's challenging to remember because I think we, a lot of us get raised to just sort of go through our day, you know, wake up and do your day and then go to sleep and then wake up and do your next day. And, you know. And then that, it's only when we're gonna like go on holiday or we have something. Right. That's when we like savor it, like ooh, yeah. anticipation and. Yeah, yeah. That's there's there's a movie I might have mentioned on here before or mentioned to you before, um, and I forget the name of it. Um, it's something time. It's two words, and the second one is time, um, and it's about this uh, teenage boy who suddenly has the ability to go back in time in his own life. And he freaks out the first time it happens, and he, but his father figures out what's going on, and his father takes him aside and tells him this secret that all the men in his family oh. get this, like, you know, ability to time travel through their own lives when they reach a certain age. And he warns him... I love that movie. Not to go back to a normal day where there's not some sort of big celebration. Like, he's like, only go back to, like, 
your high school graduation, birthdays, weddings, like only go back to those days. Don't go back to just like an average day. And this, the son is like, why? And he's like, because it will break your heart how much everyone is taking so much beauty and majesty for granted on a regular day. He's like, it'll be too much for you to bear emotionally. Like at least on days like birthdays and weddings, you'll see everybody appreciating life. And it's just like when I saw that scene, I was like, oh, <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> They're English, right? Yeah. Like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember him saying that. I love yeah. that movie. I can't think of it either. It does yeah, have it's an amazing time. film. Yeah. Yeah, all the actors are British, but Rachel McAdams plays the right. girlfriend. The yeah. girlfriend, yeah. 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 I think Bill Bill Nighy, if I'm, oh. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, he's the father. His dad, yeah. 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 Yeah, that's a sweet yeah. movie. I love that one. Yeah. There's some but I think it's that that's really evocative for me because, yeah, it's like we can just be hustling and bustling. It's funny, too, because, like, the um, – a Christmas Carol, which people talk about all the time, is kind of has a similar message. You know, it's like uh, Ebenezer Scrooge is just so obsessed with work and money that he misses, you yeah. know, all this amazing stuff going on, all these things he could be participating in. Um, and when he wakes up after the dream of the three ghosts, he's he really has this child. Every time I've seen it, the move the movies or the the theater play of it. Um, the actor playing Scrooge always has this childlike energy when he wakes up from the dream. Mm. You know, he's like a little boy who's like super happy and, and, and I sort of feel like, yeah, that's the thing. Like we get, it's very easy in our culture, in our society to, when you become an adult, especially, um, to just think like, oh, you know, I got to do this, got to do this, got to do this. And you sort of stop checking in with how amazing life is. I think... One exception to that is I don't have children of my own, but when I talk to parents, like a lot of my friends have become parents like in the last five, ten years, and that like seeing their child experience all the newness can wake them up to be like, oh, yeah, you know, dogs are amazing, and like the beach is amazing. and because well, <laughs> you know? they actually bring us into the present moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like I'm not thinking about anything else. Like, I was telling yep. you in friend time that I had spent the day with my granddaughter Dominique and her boyfriend and they're, you know, yeah. 20 and 21. And the whole time we're together, I wasn't thinking about, you know, what I need to do later on or, you know, tomorrow or whatever. I was so present with them. And speaking of kind of um, being savoring the experiences, I remember there were moments where I was like, because I had been wanting to spend time with them like outside of the home so we could connect. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. And I wanted to take the train up because we took the train up, the coaster up to Encinitas for the day. And I'd been wanting to do that. And so it was just like being like, oh, you know, we get what we want, right? Most of us, mm -hmm. we when we allow it, we get what we want. And just being in the moment with them. It was really, and then riding on the train and going like, wow, this was an amazing day. Thank you so much. I'm really tired, but it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's one more thing on that and you, it was not your fault, but I started thinking about Encinitas, which is a beautiful coastal city about an hour north of San Diego that we have a mutual friend who lives there and I've been there several times and it's just a, a wonderful place to, to visit. Um, I had one other thing I was going to mention about this. Um, oh, yeah, I, I have a friend of mine who 
um, didn't really realize how Dungeons and Dragons has taken over my life recently. <laughs> and so they asked me yesterday, I talked to them on the phone and they said, what are you going to do today? And I was like, it's pretty much Dungeons and Dragons all the rest of today. <laughs> and, um, they asked me some questions about it cause they didn't know what it was. And they said, how, how did you get into it? And I told the story of getting into it as a kid. And then I mentioned like, and then I just like, didn't do it for like 20, 25 years. And my friend asked me like, why did you stop playing? And I like, it, it sort of hit me because like, I've been thinking about that a lot, but I actually was like, oh, I was like, oh yeah. I was like, I, I don't remember exactly how I expressed it, but I said, I, I lost my way. Like I, I got into the habit of believing that because it was just fun and it didn't have some sort of practical application, like it wasn't a career that was going to give me money or it wasn't a skill I was going to learn that I could, you know, um, you know, earn money from or help a charity out or something, you know, like it didn't have like meaning in the sort of capitalist world we live in that I just started to just deprioritize it until I didn't like, I didn't have time. Of course I had time, but I was yeah. choosing not to do it. And I think that that is another aspect of this, like as children, obviously your responsibilities and the nature of your life changes when you go from a child to an adult. But I do feel like a lot of people, you know, just decide that they have to abandon things they enjoy at some point between. I think it's really subtle know. too. I don't yeah. think it's like oh, a conscious 100%. decision. Yeah. It's just, it's just, and I, and I think because as a society, we don't see the value in play. Yeah. And, and, you know, cause I have this, um, <laughs> I was listening to the whole Abraham and it said, I put as my to-do list, mm -hmm. laughing, napping, relaxing, playing is action. These are all taking actions. Yeah. And, um, and recently a, a friend of mine, we get together every two weeks for some type of either a hike and lunch or some salt, whatever it may be. And she's... <laughs> And when we first started doing it, she said she felt guilty because it's a Friday and she should be working, right? Mm. And then, then I remember hearing a, a couple of really high earner friends that I have and they're like, yeah, and I go on vacation and then I get clients and, you know, and I'm like, and I, so I said this to her and I said, it's okay. Yeah. Like when you're having fun and playing, like you're, you're in a space of allowing and just, and let's see what happens. Well, literally it's gotten to the point now where she's like, Oh, and before I got together with you, a lady called and she's hiring me. And we just laugh because that's happened multiple times on the Friday that we get together. She mm -hmm. will be, we did the Lazy River a couple weeks ago, which is a, in Saquon in El Cajon has this amazing poolside heaven sanctuary of just pure joy. And we did that. And before we left, she's like, oh, I just got a text and someone wants to book me. And <laughs> yeah. So it's just so brilliant how those are actions. And yeah. what does Abraham say? The only thing that gets in your way is the resistance. Like if you just could yeah. get out of your own way with any type of resistance, all your abundance would just flow in naturally. And we've talked about like trying, how trying to control outcomes and control the future um, is, is kind of resistance in other episodes. So I don't want to go into the whole thing there, but I do think one of the things that I'm really relearning about play through 
for me it's D&D, but I think it's this is true of all play, is that so much of the fun comes from it being unknown. Mm. Like, like that. no matter what game you're playing, if you're playing Monopoly, you don't know who's going to win. Like, you don't know if you're going to end up buying Boardwalk and Park Place and putting hotels on it, or if you're going to be stuck on Baltic with nothing. Do you think that's, <laughs> you think that's because we're so in the moment when we're playing and having fun. Like we're more in the moment than trying to be strategic. I don't know if that's a causal relationship or if it's just what happens when we are really open to the unknown. You know, it could be, I don't, I don't know. That's a, yeah, but we don't know that right in the moment. Like we're not really conscious of the fact that, Oh, this is, I'm having so much fun because of the unknown. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I liked earlier what you were talking about. And well, what the card was saying was exploring possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about the second part of the reading in the next episode. Okay, um, great. Cause I think, I think there's a whole bunch of material there. So well, cool. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but this is a great discussion on this. Um, so, um, Thank you so much for joining us today for this discussion. We're so happy that you did, and we hope you got something out of it. Um, remember, we are posting right now a brand new episode every Monday morning. We truly appreciate you doing whatever your platform allows you to do to support the podcast, liking us, following us, subscribing to us, leaving us a comment, and writing us a review. All of that helps other people find us. All of our social media links and our email address are in the description on the YouTube video down below. And we wish you a happy and abundant week. And we look forward to you joining us for part two of this discussion again on the next episode of Co-Creation Station. Bye, everybody. Bye.